Siobhan Owen with uh, She Moved Through the Fair. Uh, and this morning we're featuring female Celtic uh, artists in celebration of uh, International Day for the Elimination of Violence Against Women, which was Friday, and the ongoing campaign to raise awareness for that issue, which will be going on until International Human Rights Day, which is the 10th of December. Um, now, thinking about uh, women and uh, women who particularly are involved in the creative industries, um, I'm very fortunate this morning to have on the phone uh, our own Michael Burge, all the way from Deepwater. Michael, of course, will be known to many people from the Maker's Shed here in Glen Innes, uh, and also from his fabulous recent uh, book, Tankwater. And Michael is uh, organising the High Country Writers Festival, which takes place in Glen this weekend, this uh, next this coming weekend. <laughs> I keep forgetting it's still the weekend. Um, and uh, good morning to you, Michael. Good morning. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Um, thanks for talking to us this morning, Michael. I thought it would be lovely to speak with you this morning because when I was looking at the poster for the High Country Writers Festival, which takes place on uh, Saturday the 3rd of December, it was immediately very clear to me that you have an awful lot of women authors coming and um, I just think that's a really wonderful thing and I wondered if you could tell me a little bit about some of the wonderful people who are coming to speak on the weekend. Oh, well, it, it is a fantastic lineup of uh, Australian female authors, that's for sure. We um, we have uh, Nicole Alexander, who's a Maori-based author, who many of our listeners are probably well aware of. She's a very prolific author of Australian historical fiction. Um, her most recent book is The Last Station, which is a fantastic tale about the last days of the paddle steamer industries in uh, Western New Wales. And um, joining her in a session about historical fiction is Australian author Julie Jansen, is the author of Benevolence, and she'll be joining us via video conferencing at the Highlands Hub um, from her home. And um, also we have a true crime session we're calling CSI New England because there's uh, been two fantastic books in the Australian publishing marketplace in the last year or so. Um, the first one is Emma Partridge, who wrote The Widow of Walker, based on a very infamous case here in the New England region, and Kate Holden, who penned a book called The Winter Road, which is also about a serious crime that took place in the New England region. So, yeah, a fantastic lineup of female authors. It's really brilliant and um, so much of very local interest as well. Um, and your own book, um, of course, uh, that was recently published, not so recent now, has it? It's been out for, what, about a year? Yeah. Tankwater, that's right. Yes, it's a it's a it's a local tale. People often ask me where's it set? Is it set in Deepwater or Glen Innes? But it's actually set in a fictional town, but the the region is not fictional. It's certainly at the northern part of the New England region, which is where I grew up, out near Delungra. Um, although I hasten to add it's not set in any particular place, but it is it is Camilleroy country where we're all uh, in right now, for sure. Fantastic. Um, and a particular favourite of mine who's coming, uh, who I haven't seen for many years, I wouldn't even like to think about how many years it actually is, is Sophie Masson, who, um, of course, writes quite a bit of Celtic-inspired fiction, but she's coming to speak about writing for children, isn't she? She is, that's right. Sophie must be one of the most prolific Australian authors, I would say. Um, she's written an incredible array of stories, and you're absolutely spot on. Her um, Celtic-themed stories are, are incredibly vast in their publication list. Um, and yet Sophie is part of um, a group of New England-based authors, illustrators and publishers 
who have put together this fantastic title called Inside Story. And it really is one of very, very few examples of an Australian-based uh, textbook or guidebook to how the nitty-gritty of how you put together a, an effective story for young people in Australia right now. For years, Australian authors have been really having to rely on similar public, <coughs> excuse me, similar publications from overseas, from North America or Europe, um, and the, a number of Australian titles about our the marketplace here and how it works are very rare. They're right here on home turf. Um, in Armadale, um, they put together this great book and Sophie's very kindly agreed to come and give a workshop, an introductory uh, session about that particular book. And uh, that, that's proving very popular, that session. There's actually only a couple of places left. That's fantastic. And it's just um, remarkable what a huge wealth of talent we have here in the region, isn't it? It really is, yes. I mean, look, the New England, we all know where our, our famous export commodities are agricultural or gemstones, minerals, that sort of thing. Um, but we also have a, a long tradition of authors and writers and wordsmiths who've come out of this region. And uh, it's reflected in the fact that we do still have a high number of, of, of writers, authors and publishers in this region. So it, it's, uh, it's by, certainly by no means our major export. But if you look back over the last... Well, right from Aboriginal culture, storytelling has extended right back in those regions, but in settler, in our settler culture as well. Um, and I often think of Peter Allen from Tenderfield, who was um, acclaimed with an Academy Award for songwriting, so he was also a writer with that famous ballad, Tenderfield Saddler, which to me is just like a, a, a bush poem. It's, uh, you know, time is a traveller, Tenderfield Saddler. It's, a, it's an old-fashioned bush poem, that one. So there we go, it went all the way to, to Hollywood, that particular piece of writing from our region. Yeah, it's pretty amazing, isn't it? Um, so the High Country Writers Festival is on Saturday, the 3rd of December. Um, and as you said, there are some sessions for which tickets are getting a little bit scarce, but the tickets that are left can be got online or at the Maker's Shed in Grey Street. Is that right? That's correct. Yes, people can come into the Maker's Shed. We're open uh, this week from Wednesday right through to Saturday for the festival. Uh, we can take bookings for all sessions there in person, or you can go online if you find your way to www.highcountrywritersfestival.com or Google High Country Writers Festival and you'll find us and you can book your tickets online. We added a few seats to uh, some of the sessions just to reflect the fact that we're almost booked out some of them. Um, we're at the Highlands Hub and the Maker's Shed <clears throat> this year right down the south end of Grey Street in Glen Innes. The Highlands Hub, of course, is that fantastic new venue. Uh, it's a business incubator, but also a fantastic venue for training and workshop sessions, and it gives us the capability to live stream in a couple of the authors who will be appearing this year. But if you um, call the Maker's Shed or find us online, um, you can certainly book tickets. And um, if you want to come and see Sophie Masson's session, I advise people to book pretty quickly. Amazing. And um, once again, just fantastic to see a celebration of 
the wonderful artistic output that our region has. Um, and uh, good on you, Michael and Richard, down at the Shed for organising this amazing festival. I'm really um, hoping that it's a huge success, unfortunately, because um, we won't go into it, but um, we know that you had to change the date due to circumstances well and truly beyond your control. So <laughs> I, unfortunately, won't be in town and I'm really, really gutted that I won't uh, be able to be work. there. But I do hope that lots of people are and that you have a fantastic time. Thank you very much. And, um, yeah, thank you for uh, inviting me on the show today. It's been great to chat with you. And uh, thank you, Michael. Have a lovely day. You too.